Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Unraveling. I am so excited. I think I say this every time, but I always get so excited for whoever I have as a guest because it's just so much fun. It's so much fun to bring other people onto the podcast. It's so much fun for me not to have to, you know, create the whole podcast myself and to really just kind of work off of what the guest is bringing. And today I have one of the most lovely people on the planet, Miss Jess Bradford. And she, um, we did not know each other a year ago, did we? No, (laughs) we did not know each other. She responded to, um, I work with body and soul a lot. Actually, I just had Julia Tyson on the podcast just before, uh, you Jess and, um, Julia, is so gracious in letting me share about the Lightworker Academy program with her uh, group, her people, and just responded to that. And it was just like such a perfect match. You know, one of those just divine matches where you just, I love how I'm collecting soul sisters through my programs. And that's really my clients, you know, it's really what happens. Like you end up becoming soul sisters with some of these people Mm -hmm. and it's, it's beautiful. So anyway, that's my story with Jess. Uh, She did my Lightworker Academy program in 2022. Uh, She's still, we're still kind of working through it now. It's kind of come come to a bit of a close, but there's still more work to be done. And it's just been a joy to watch you just transform throughout the year. And yeah, you're just in such a beautiful place now. And I've just seen you go through so many different we go through the highs and the lows just naturally. And it's just a beautiful process to be able to like be there for somebody through that journey for 10 months, which is what we went through the program together with. So Jess works at Dupaco. Is there anything else? You're an accountant at Dupaco and um, you've been doing that for a while. You have, she has three beautiful children and yeah. Anything else you want to share to introduce yourself, Jess, that I left out? Yeah, no, that's the basics. Yeah, I am um, married to three kids and working as an accountant and yeah, from Minnesota originally. So yeah, just a busy life. (laughs) Yes, very busy. Uh, Amazing. So we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the Lightworker Academy program today. And so what, Jess, what kind of sparked you to join? Like when you saw that email go out, what I know we're going to go into some fear that came up after the yes happened. And that's so normal. You're not the first I've had to talk off the ledge. (laughs) But as I say, talk off the ledge. What was that, that first inspiration where you just were like, oh, I feel like I need to do this. What, what made you feel that way? Yeah. Um, 
Because I had been talking about very similar concepts for a few years, ever since kind of diving into the spiritual kind of like, I don't know, the conversations of God books in 2020. It was a very pivotal year for so many people and myself included. It just kind of like blew the roof off of what I thought was real and like uh, what I thought were my priorities and kind of my, my passions, like things started to light up in me that I didn't know were there. Like that, that just need to help people something, do something a little more, I don't know, grounded in passion and like service or of some sort. And, um, just, I got so interested in the idea of the energy healing and the, the Reiki, those sorts of things I had not had exposure to before. And I kept talking to my husband about it, like, ah, this is, this is so cool. This is so cool. This is so cool. And then he's the one that actually saw your email originally and brought it up to me one night. He's like, this is everything you've been talking about. Like that, like exactly what you've been talking about. Do you want to look into it? And I'm like, oh, no, I I couldn't, I couldn't really truly honestly do it now, you know? And then it just so happened because then one of my arguments was, you know, like, oh, when am I going to have the time? When am I going to have the money? All of the lack mentality. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then his um, uncle, his great uncle passed away that same week and left us the amount of money that the course was like, it was like oh exactly to a T. It was ridiculous. I don't think I knew this, Jess. I don't think exactly. I knew that part. It, yeah, it was like the most synchronistic um, alignment thing that has happened to me up to that point. And it was like, oh my goodness, I actually do have to think about doing this. I really think I should. And it, like you mentioned, it was one of those, okay, I'm going to answer the questions and then, oh, nope, I really can't do this. And then, oh, I talked to her. I really like her. She's so nice, but oh, no, this, this isn't really for me. Like, and doing that back and forth for like, what, a month or something? <laughs> yeah. I don't but, know how long it was, but it even was after, even after there were different times where it was just like, like something in your life, you know, we get busy. It's 10 mm-hmm. months. It's a long journey to, you know, definitely things come up in 10 months that make you go, I don't think I have the time to do this or mm-hmm. I got to, you know, like. Mm-hmm. fear the fear will try to block you throughout mm-hmm. the journey it has tried quite a few times but there's always those little little nudges that keep coming back in and i feel so much better when i'm following this this pull that seems to be coming from my soul and i can't deny it and i just keep coming around to that and so i'm just so grateful for your guidance and how, what I've all learned in the last 10 months plus here, trying to wrap it all up. And I'm just, I'm just like mind blown as to how, how much I've learned. <laughs> yes. And I know you're kind of still in the program because we'll yes. talk about that in a second, but what do you feel has been a change or the biggest change you've seen since last March when we started to in 2022 to now the end of February, 2023, have you been able to pinpoint anything? You know, sometimes it's hard when you're in, in it 
to really see the change, but anything that you've noticed? Well, I've been told by quite a few people that there, there's been like more confidence coming out in terms of like how I approach situations, like less frantic, you know, like, oh my gosh, panic, panic. I got to do this, 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 this. It's like I was in hyper do mode for so long. And I think the biggest thing coming out of this course is that self-awareness and being able to identify just the little things that we can do for ourselves that can make such a difference in how we approach our reality. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Jess, I really want to go into now because I think this is something like what human doesn't struggle with imposter syndrome? We all have that, whether you are starting a new journey or in the middle of, you know, being an accountant, right? Like we all struggle with imposter syndrome. There's always going to be, like, I have to tell myself this sometimes, like Erin, there's always going to be somebody at your job better than you. And there's always going to be somebody not as good as, like, it's just always, that's a matter of fact, it's fact of life. There'll be people better or more successful, whatever that looks like. And there'll be people that are less successful and it's a spectrum, right? But if we're just focused on, oh, I don't know that I have what it takes to do this. Like Mm -hmm. that's what stops us. And I I've seen, I've seen myself go through that journey and I watched you kind of go through that Mm -hmm. during this training where it was just like, not that you were going to like drop out of the program, but more that you were just like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to take this for me kind of a thing, or I'm just going to not, you know, do this for <laughs> others when I'm done. Cause I don't think that I'm as good as other people or whatever. Yes. Um, talk to me about that. Like, cause well, it's just such a thing that we all struggle with. It's absolutely the biggest roller coaster that I've been riding this year. That that voice. It just last week, just last week, had the same exact argument with myself again, and even my mother. Tell me about the argument. What does it go like? Tell well, me. my mother-in-law actually voiced it, and I must have said it to her the last time I saw her, and she took that as my most confident you know, statement was, well, if nothing else, at least I'm benefiting from it. And then it was like that whoosh of relief. Like, yeah, I got, I got what I needed out of this. I don't really truly need to go any further because it's fine. You know, like I, I can work on this stuff with me and, you know, my kids, you know, I'll help them through school, like, you know, school challenges and things. And I am so good at making myself feel better that way. Oh yeah. Again, last week, (laughs) I I was talking to her and she's like, well, yeah, like you said, you know, I mean, if nothing else, you're getting a lot out of it. And it was weird when I heard her say it, I felt disappointment. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's not what I want. Like, I don't know. (laughs) And so it's kind of been, again, this back and forth of like, I really, really want to make this happen for the benefit of those who are like me, you know, out there, I know there's people I can help since I brought myself so far. That's the next step. You know, it's like, I can sit and work on me as long as I want. And I will, because clearly it's never ending, but in the process, I could help others too. And why wouldn't I do that? Like, that's just right. 
Yeah. So it, but <laughs> next week, <laughs> no, it's just, yeah, there's the, that voice that's just like, but you know, there's so many other people doing it and you know, I, mm-hmm. I you know, I'm an accountant. What am I going to say? You know, like, yeah, so I'm an accountant. I'm going to help you, you know? <laughs> It's just, it sounds weird in my mind, but again, it's about just taking those little baby steps and, and trying to push myself a little further past that comfort zone. Right. And, you know, that's just the voice of the ego that wants to keep you safe. It's really just trying to protect you. And we need that in life, except when we are about to go, you know, try something new, then it's like, that's when it's really works against us because it's like, Oh, just, you're fine. Just use this on yourself and your family. You'll be good. And yet your heart, and I know your heart and soul are saying, yeah, but this is a part of your mission. You know, I talk a lot about, uh, like in the the copy for the Lightworker Academy about, you know, like, I really believe lightworkers, you know, we came here on a mission. Mm-hmm. And that was like placed in our soul, in our heart. And we, you know, if it's there, you know, if it's there, and you know, if you're not like, I know, right now, I'm not fully answering the call of my soul. And that's where I've kind of been going through this transformation process myself. But we know when it's there. and it's, it's just a choice point and it doesn't have to be, you jump from one life to a whole other lifestyle. And now you're like this, you know, Zen <laughs> energy person, you know, yes. but it's like, but it's, it's being able to show up and help other people in a way that works for you and mm-hmm. just getting out there and doing it and trusting that you have the skills and the knowledge to do that. and. Yes. Just taking the step forward of like putting yourself out there and saying, okay, I can right. help. Right. That's the biggest part too. It's that whole, like, even in the middle of the course and when I was having those doubtful moments, it was like, I was, I was getting so amped up on the calls, you know, feeling like, yes, this is exactly what it was. And then by the time the next week, it was like six days. And then it's like, oh, nah, I don't, I don't really know if I can do this. Like, you know, and then you get on the call. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I'm like, come on, I need to stop getting in my way and try and figure out what this is. And like you said, the more steps to make it more real, it's, it's exciting and empowering. And it's like, the more that I sit and wait and think and wonder and analyze, the more I let myself get in my way. 100%. The more room we give the ego to be like, yeah, nope, let's not do that. Yes. (laughs) And I've told you this, Jess, um, and this stands true for anybody that takes the Lightworker Academy program. Like, I will not let you not do this, you know, (laughs) I will be there to be like, Hey, have you put yourself out there yet? And so on and so forth. So, uh, now I know, is it tonight you have your first real quote, quote unquote, real client. So as a part of the training, they Mm -hmm. have to see three 
people either, you know, kind of outside their friend group and close family group to be as clients for three Mm -hmm. sessions each. And so Jess is kind of just starting that. Yeah. That's probably bringing more feelings to the surface. I know. Ask me a month ago and I'd have been like, nope, I'm not doing that. Nope, I'm fine. I'm good. (laughs) So now here I am and I have this call scheduled in a couple hours and I'm like, oh boy. Okay. Sweaty palms, but I'm going to do it. It's going to be okay. Like just, you know, it's just, it's about like leading from the heart. And I just have to keep reminding myself, shut the brain off for a minute and just feel, feel into the conversation and and it's, that's going to be a good practice for me because it's not in my accounting world. It's brain, 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 analyze, analyze, analyze. And so it's yes. just really trying to retrain and refocus. And it's been so beneficial for my health, my, you know, physical comfort and those sorts of things. It's just, I can see why I'm here. It's just need to build that confidence. <laughs> Well, I kind of didn't give her a choice. I actually reached out to somebody that I know, a, yes. dear, a dear friend and person that I know, and uh, said, hey, would you be interested in doing this? And she said, yes. And so Jack kind of didn't get a choice there. <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness. Because it was like the ball started rolling and it was just like too fast for me to catch and say, wait a minute, I don't know. And so I think that's what I really, truly am grateful for because then it kind of now I I don't have a choice. It's like, okay, this person is waiting for me and I'm here for her. And then after that, maybe I'll think, oh, that maybe wasn't as scary as I thought. Like maybe I could you know, to, to another person, maybe, you know, like yeah. that's kind of the approach anyway, just, you know, don't have to jump off all at once. <laughs> I don't know. I just love this conversation because I just think, you know, over the years, it, this program used to be called Alchemy. Now it's the Lightworker Academy. And over the years, I've talked to many people about doing the program. Some of them never did because they just were like, well, who am I to do that? There, there were the questions of who am I to do this? There was also the thought of, well, I have so much of my own issues. Like, who am I to like be a coach? My life isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that again, is that ego stuff that gets in the way. And it's like, my life's not perfect either. And I've been doing this for over 13 years, you know? So yes. there is no such thing. That's just, and if we, And, you know, I'll say this to you and I'll say this to anybody else listening for whatever your dreams are. If we listen to that voice, that's where we stay. It's actually harder to go against what your soul and heart is asking of you in the long run, right? It's not comfortable when you're like, well, I want to do this, but I'll just, you know, it's just probably not for me you know, and then something will come up and you'll have to feel that every time rather Mm -hmm. than the discomfort, feeling the discomfort when you're scared to like see that first client or even that 10th client for the first time. That's just like a little bit of pain, but it's so much more painful when you live in the suffering of not doing the the calling that that you're here to do. I know because it's, again, I'm being asked to do to let some things go so that other things can flourish. And so I just want to share that, that it's, 
we think it's more scary and going to be more painful to do the one thing, but it's actually worse. And you have to, sorry, just a little side note here. You have to tell your brain that because the brain goes away from pain. The, The cells of our body are literally wired to go away from pain and towards pleasure. So if you comfort is pleasure, right? I just, just recorded a podcast about this last. So it's like, you're in this little circle and anytime we hit the edge, so you're right at your edge right now, Jess, where it's like, Oh God, because you hit the wall at the edge of your circle, the circle of your comfort zone. And now you're feeling all of this, like, but once you get over the, uh, there's actually so much good on that other side, but most people hit the wall and they're like, Nope, forget it. I'm going to go back into the circle. It's comfortable here. I know this pain the, I know this discomfort, but it's safe because I know it. Yes, totally, yeah. totally. And that's like beyond so perfectly explains the, my whole experience this last year, like trying to deny myself this course and this progress and this growth it, it was has been I don't remember a time in my life that I've ever felt such a huge contrast between feeling like I'm on the right path and like even though I had the voices and all the doubts and all the whatever it was still better than when I said no, I'm just not going to do it. I don't have time. I don't have, you know, it's never going to work. I'm just going to embarrass myself. Like on those weeks that I would go down that path and just let myself go down that path, my whole life, it felt like it fell apart, like in a way that it never has before. Like I've hit lows, like emotional lows that I didn't even think were possible in those weeks when I decided no, I can't do it, you know? And it's like, it took me a while to see the pattern. And then now, now that I've acknowledged it, thankfully I've been able to make those moments shorter and shorter where it's like, maybe a day I'll be like, no, everything's wrong. I have too much crap. I can't, I can't help anybody else. If I can't help myself. And then it'll be like next day. Oh, never mind. I can't deny myself this or I will be miserable. Like I can't, let's just keep going. I see what happens, whatever, you know, whatever happens is meant to be, but clearly I need to follow this. So I don't know. <laughs> I we'll love see. that. I love that because I think when we put ourselves like every week you're doing work right on yourself, because the yes. whole program is designed that we work on ourselves first before we help, you're always your first client, right? Mm -hmm. So you're working through your stuff with the tools and for you and most people, you know, but especially being, like you said, an accountant where it's in your head, you're analyzing Mm -hmm. a lot of what we learn is about getting into the body. And so that's, that's creates a lot of unraveling. And I feel like from my own experience in going through the journey as well, that like things start to get worse before they get better. I can attest to that where it's just like, I don't remember my anxiety ever being this bad, (laughs) you know, but it's like, it's got to kind of like, because we probably repressed it in some way. We've probably Mm -hmm. numbed it in some way by 
you know, for me, it would be like, I just need to go eat some French fries, you know, go through, it was like anything like, or go through Starbucks or something, anything to alleviate the feeling of that anxiety. And so it's like, it's probably always been that bad. I just didn't let myself feel it fully. Yeah, totally. I found that I've had, like, I've lowered the threshold of what I will allow myself to, like, even the other day when I was in one of my little pity parties again, and I started do, do, doing, and I was like running myself into the ground all day long. And then I stopped and I'm like, I won't even let myself sit down. Why won't I let myself sit down? And then it's like, oh, I'm trying to mask the fact that I'm afraid of this, you know, next step of like, you know, taking this client, like, what if I can't help her? What if I, you know, and that sort of thing. And it was just getting me into like, I need to do something to make myself feel like I'm accomplishing. And it's like, it burns me out so much faster now, which is good. (laughs) But just being able to look at it in a way that I haven't been able to before has just been interesting. (laughs) Even just how you explain that is just amazing that you had that awareness. Like you were able to just go boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I've never been able to do that before. Like it was, I would go weeks and like, you know, be in this horrible mood and take it out on everybody and all that, you know, it's just like, uh, being able to like that, that's kind of what I was speaking to before that awareness of what am I doing and why, rather than just get through to the next thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I always tell everybody that takes the program to like the program in and of itself, like the teachings and everything that you learn is so beneficial and life-changing, but the real meat and potatoes Mm -hmm. and the real work happens when you start seeing those first three clients. And so it's just going to be so empowering, Jess, like it's fun that we're getting to do this podcast before you get to see your first client because and by the way, they work with each other in the program. So it's not like this is her first time working with someone, but, um, and with me, but, uh, this is her first time with like a non person that doesn't know anything about this training. Um, so it's fun to get to see that for you. And it'll just be, if we record again in the future, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I learned so much because everybody <laughs> And everybody says it's their favorite part. Really? Which is interesting. I don't know if you'll say the same because <laughs> you might be like, oh, the nerves got me. But the nerves, um, right. everybody else has said they just loved it because it's like putting all that you've learned into action. I guess that would be empowering, you know, you know, like to take it to somebody who doesn't know and can't like tell you what, you know, what you're going to say next and that right. sort of thing, you know, like being able to see the the benefit of, yeah, I could, I could totally understand that. I mean, yes, I am a little bit more in tune with my nerves these days, but <laughs> um, Where do I want to go next with this? I was thinking of like, I guess I'm, I was going to think like, so maybe the question I'd like to ask is like, is there a point in your life, maybe from childhood or somewhere in your journey where you feel like somebody made you feel a certain way about your confidence or about like, oh, well, this person's better at XYZ than you so that you really 
kind of wired yourself in a way out of protection to avoid, you know, pushing that edge? Is there anything that comes to mind? Yeah, well, I mean, that you feel comfortable sharing. No, no. Um, kind of. I've heard from multiple people it ends up with like having that that dictatorial parent that kind of like has a very short fuse and and just you know overly stressed and and trying to like just get you to act or, or say or whatever a certain way. I guess we, my sister and I grew up in a in a way that like more fear-based, I guess, than anything, it kind of created that people pleaser in me where I found that everything was calm and everyone was quiet. As long as I say the right thing, do the right thing, don't make noise, just be, be a good little girl. And then I kept getting all of this praise and all of this, you know, that's where the love came in. As long as if I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, but I found that it was more, it, it was easier if I knew ahead of time. So I I learned how to read the behaviors and the, you know, the facial expressions and, and now to a point, to a fault, even, you know, like trying to dissect what people actually mean, like not listening to the words that they're saying, but more like how they're emoting and then misinterpreting a lot of times (laughs) and just, you know, taking it personal, taking everything personally and and just getting into this this idea that it was like i need to please everybody at the expense of myself really and so yeah that's kind of where it all led to i guess that is very well said and yeah i loved the last line of pleasing everybody else at the expense of myself yeah and we just talked about that with Julia whenever you, if this that happens before this podcast it's kind of a similar situation there and I just think that's so common for women that we, um, especially women that you know grew up with any sort of discord in their family for lack of a better word um it's just a survival mechanism and we talk all about that of course in the program and you know just it's a trauma response the fawn trauma response of people pleasing Yeah. And then one of the biggest light bulbs that hit me that almost sent me into another, well, it did send me into another spiral was the idea of, you know, I thought I told myself my whole childhood that I was being this great, perfect little girl that was doing all of the right things. And look at all the people that liked me and were happy with me and smiling at me. And like, I got told, I still get told that when I'm angry or sad or frustrated, I smile. And I say, like, I grimace, but no, I actually, I'm trained to look happy even when I'm not, because if I'm not happy, other people are not happy. And so it's like push, push, push all of the stuff down and then try to make everyone else feel better in the process. And I realized the word for that was enabling. Like I was enabling so many people in my life to like use me or like not necessarily use me, but like lean on me in a way. I was, I was feeding them the things they wanted to hear. And like, you know, just telling them all the placating things that like the band-aids that it'll be fine. It'll be. And that became a trigger for me over the course of this year. Now, knowing how empty that is and how, how you're not even reaching the true meat of the situation. You're just kind of 
you know, avoiding is it's really. And so it was kind of like, oh my gosh, I thought I was helping people and I've just been enabling people to get further into their own trauma and mental. And it was like, oh my gosh. But the awareness of that has really enhanced the relationships in my life now that I've become aware of it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And in the end, it's all perfect somehow. And it's never, it is right. Exactly. Make people worse, you know, like that's probably what they needed at that time. And now they're setting stronger boundaries. I remember we talked about boundaries right away in the beginning. Right. Exactly. I know. And it's helped me be aware of the places that I can set those boundaries to become more effective in the way that I'm interacting with people. And it was, it was helpful. It was like, and you're right. I mean, yes, we, we got through what we got through and everybody, I mean, I have great relationships with people. It's just now I feel like I can be more effective in the way that I help, I guess. In yes. You can be more that. effective because you're being who you really are. Yeah. You know, I know we're both fans of Joe Dispenza, but it's like when yeah. you are like letting go of those survival mechanisms that you developed unconsciously out of the trauma that we all, you know, it's people get so scared of that word trauma, but you know, we all have it to some degree or another, some of us more Mm -hmm. than others. And Mm -hmm. like you develop a whole persona. That's the sad part about healing that nobody really talks about is like, once you start really diving into healing, you have to deal with the pain of like, damn, I created a whole personality It wasn't real. It wasn't even who I really am. It was just based out of survival. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's why I think that there's a lot of struggle with the ego throughout the program too. Right. Because it's like the ego, it's like wants to hold on to what it knows Mm -hmm. again, even with your identity. And so, yeah, there's just so much, there's so much that happens. It is. It's so much. And I just, I had no idea. No idea what I was getting into, but I'm very grateful. Like, I mean, it's one of those things. It's yes, it's it's hard to work through some of it, but at the end, like when you look back, it's just like, wow, it was beyond worth it to to just feel the things, feel it all, like not not avoid it and not be afraid of it. So that's super nice. I love that, Jess. <laughs> What would you, just to kind of sum up, um, what would you tell somebody who's maybe like where you were last March and it's just like, oh, it sounds great. It's, I feel this like, yes, in my heart, but X, Y, Z reasons and all the fears, like, what would you, what would you tell that person? Yeah, I would just say, follow your heart because it's not wrong. (laughs) That's the one thing that you can trust. And everything else is just little stories you've made up along the way that that you can get to the bottom of in this course. (laughs) Uh, That's amazing, Jess. Well, I'm so excited to see all of the people you're going to help throughout your lifetime, you know, like that's really what it's about. It's, it's, I I know I've, I've said that to Jess so many times in those places where she kind of went into that fear, um, that we all go into that. It's just like, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, 
oh, the Lightworker Academy, you know, it, it, it's everything I've been looking for, but, you know, I don't know, who am I to do this? And it, it's really, like, really honestly, from a very non-attached place, I can say, like, it's really not about you. <laughs> no. It's not about okay. you. It's like, if you feel the yes, you probably made some sort of contract, if you believe in that, that, you know, that your soul came here to do a certain thing in this lifetime that we're in, which is a very intense, crazy ass, light, like, light, what's not life, but like time that we're all in right now. It's very accelerated. It, there's massive awakenings happening on the planet. And every single light worker is a part of that. Like we're all, we all play a part in that. And Jessica, your part is going to look different than my part. And my part's going to look different than Julie's part and so on and so forth. Right. So, but if we don't say yes to that and, and get past our own crap, because that's all it is. It's just our own crap. That's like, who am I to do this? You know, then we're really doing a disservice to those people that are waiting for you. And I really believe that with every cell of my being, again, I'm not saying this to convince anybody to do anything. It's just really my belief system that, you know, like, I don't know where I would be if I wasn't doing what I'm doing right now. I honestly don't, you know, like that's all I know that I, it's all I can do and I will continue to do it. Um, and it, it brings so much joy when you're living you know, however you do, if you're doing it part-time, if you're, you know, doing it like once a month, helping somebody, like it doesn't matter how you do it, but there's people waiting for you. And I know that Jess. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's exciting. I'm excited to see how it all unfolds for you. Thank you. Me too. (laughs) Sorry, I went on a little tangent there, but it had to be said. (laughs) We're exciting and so sweet. And it's just wonderful to have a supportive coach and teacher at the head of it to be able to shine the light and Mm. guide people forward. Yeah. And it does like, I want to also share like the support doesn't end just when the program's over. Like Jess and I have met for coffee. We're lucky to live in the same place, but there's people that live all over that do this. Mm -hmm. You know, it, the support continues as you know, forever, because Mm -hmm. once you're in my tribe, you're just, you're there and there's no getting rid of me. (laughs) Unless you're like, Aaron, you know, thank you, but I need to be like, okay. No, 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 no. Jess and I know that's probably not going to happen for us. So no, no. (laughs) Uh, So lovely to have you. I'm so excited to see what's next. We'll probably have to have you on in like six months or something again and see how it just think about six months from now after you've seen (laughs) I don't know three people, but there's going to be more like, oh, what can happen? What can happen in six months? That would be interesting for sure. We'll plan on it. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching this on YouTube and I look forward to having you or I look forward to you listening to the next one. However we want to say that we'll see you for now. And um, there's links below the video um, about the Lightworker Academy. If you're interested in taking it or below the podcast um, or message me on Instagram at Pure Light Healing or Facebook at Pure Light Healing. 
I would love to share that with you. It is currently open right now. And so, yeah, exciting stuff. Thank you, Jess, for being here. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.